What sort of person are you? Well, that's hard to say. Just average, I guess. Are you adventurous? And kind? Are you kind? I try to be. And sensitive? Do you sense things? Hey everybody, welcome back to the Black Case Diaries podcast. Yeah. Nice. Adam, way to hold that note. Thanks. Good Thanks. job. Impressed. Do you have voice lessons? <laughs> nope. I'm impressed. Um little known fact, I can actually hit the note from Take On Me. No, I can't. Um, oh, I was definitely going to ask you to do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. absolutely not. We can't, though, because copyright, and that's the only reason why. <laughs> yeah, only right. reason. Um, but I actually did work with a guy who absolutely could, and I was blown away. Um, anyway, we're at week three of our Halloween yeah! episodes. We're really lucky because <laughs> since we release on Thursdays, yes. I'm sorry, did I cut off your no, evil laugh? No, it's I'm perfect. Sorry. I since, like it being underneath. Oh, okay, good. Since we release on Thursdays and Halloween falls on a Thursday this year, we actually get to do five Halloween episodes. Nice. And it's... I love it. I'm so excited about Bonus. it. Bonus. Yes. So this is week number three, and we're continuing with our theme of a Disney Halloween. Yes. This week, we're talking about the 1980 film, The Watcher in the Woods. Yes. <laughs> Had either of you seen this? No. Nope. So this is also the month of movies that Adam and Marcy had never seen, <laughs> yeah. and that I forced him to watch specifically for this month. We get I, some culture yeah, two, reference here. Three of the five <laughs> I've never seen. Right. Yeah. So this is this has been fun, right? I can't. It has. It's been yeah. a blast. Yeah. <laughs> so. 1980, The Watcher in the Woods, it's a sci-fi fantasy thriller. It's definitely not on brand for Disney, and it's very Mm -hmm. different. You think about these Disney movies that came out in the 80s that were scary, but they weren't supposed to be scary. Like Return to Oz, for (laughs) example. Obviously, it was meant to be... A little creepy, but it wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be a thriller, right? We weren't supposed to see Return to Oz and be terrified, but we were. And uh, this is one of those movies that's rare because Disney wanted to scare us. This mm-hmm. was meant to be a scary movie. Mm-hmm. So, were you guys scared when we watched it? I, I'll admit that I was a little like creeped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At sometimes, you know, I I wasn't. It, well. I, what was the moment where I jumped? I got jumped <laughs> once. It was remember? when her sister was, I think, hiding under the bed. Or yes, oh, with a mask. Yeah. yeah, her sister had a mask on, and Damn it was it. A, just a jump scare. Yeah, it was just your average classic jump scare. It got me good, but but other than that, it wasn't. You know, it's not one of those movies that they advertise to be like. You know, on TV, you'll see the trailer for it. It's showing. Images of the audience freaking out. It's like, oh god, right. the scariest movie of the year. Like, <laughs> nah, 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 none of that. But it was, it was, you know, had some of that creepy vibe, and it, it, it worked. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, a little bit more on the psychological side in your yeah. head. Yeah, until the about end. It. Yeah, well, in some in some cases, we're, it, yeah, we'll talk about cases. that. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely a movie that relies on feelings. Mm-hmm. That's oh, the whole yeah. thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's just really trying to get us to feel uncomfortable. And I love that. I think that's a great way to do storytelling. And I think it's really interesting because you don't need to use a lot of effects for it. Mm-mm. Music, 
does it acting does it camera angles you don't need to really pump up the effects it's Mm-mm. you know it's you can you can achieve it so uh, the story plays on the two classic fears the woods mm-hmm. terrifying and being watched especially in <laughs> the, Hence the watcher in the woods yeah yes. <laughs> it sounds silly when you taught when you kind of spell it out like that but that's really what it is so there are actually a lot of supernatural ties to the woods it's a place where many people feel close to nature but it's also a place that holds terrifying tales of people losing their way and never being seen again the woods are very scary yes stay stay close to the fire guys yeah (laughs) that's right absolutely when we're in the woods we feel small The trees tower over us, and the foliage blinds us from seeing long distances. Even if we venture in alone, we know that we are surrounded by so many unseen animals and insects. So the belief that there are mythical beasts and wandering spirits in the woods has been around for centuries. This is why the woods are a great place to tell scary stories. Even when we sit around the campfire, we're not safe. We can be seen, but we can't see beyond the flames. Gosh. It, it reminds me of the uh, campfire briefcase that yeah. we did. Go listen to that. I'll never forget. Scary. One time I, we went camping with our friend Jaren. It was spring. And so it was before the summer season and the place was totally deserted. And we had lit the fire and it was nighttime. And we heard a sound oh, out in geez. the woods. And there's obviously there's animals out there. There's mm. all kinds of stuff going on. And we heard the sound and we looked over at it. And he said... This is why I don't like having a fire because everything can see us and we can't see them. Ooh. And that's exactly what we're afraid of. Yeah. Yep. Jeez. But, but yet you feel somehow feel safer by the fire. Yes. Because if it comes close enough to get you, it has to come into view. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Oof. The other fear is being watched by an unknown person or thing. This is also known as scopophobia. Uh-huh, makes sense. Yeah. We use the threat of observance to trick children into behaving. We tell them that Santa or his elves are always watching every move that they make. Mm-hmm. Right? Elf on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Really popular right now. Honestly, a, mo- a very terrifying concept. Yeah. Really? Elf on the shelf. <laughs> it oh. really is. Is Yeah. And none of us like to feel like we're being watched, and it gives us a strange and creepy feeling, much like most of the film. Mm-hmm. So we, that's why we feel that way when we're watching this movie, because it's so creepy. Yeah, this and this movie does a really good job of that with a lot of the shots. You know, yeah. the camera acts in such a weird way. Yeah. We can talk about it late as we get into the movie, but... Yeah, the beginning is very interesting for a movie that children are going to watch. It's very slow. The music's playing as you see all these shots of the woods. There's no real scary things happening, but you already get it. You get this weird feeling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's get into how the movie came to be. Yeah. So, near the end of the 70s, moviegoers seemed to kind of want, like, a little more mature content. So, Disney decided that they wanted to begin kind of dipping into this latest craze. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, something they don't do anymore. <laughs> no. No, not really. So, they started with The Black Hole, which was a sci-fi space adventure. And then proceeded with Watcher in the Woods. Both of these were meant to be PG in order to attract the audiences that is this new direction that they were taking. So the Watcher's producer, Tom Leach, had told the head of the studio, Ron Miller, that this could be our exorcist. Oh, man. (laughs) 
That's lofty. Walt Disney Productions presents The Exorcist. The Exorcist. <laughs> For children <laughs> and adults. Yeah, The Little Exorcist. <laughs> By Disney Pictures. The Little Exorcist. <laughs> yeah. I could have gotten away with it too if it weren't for that little exorcist. <laughs> Coming this summer. Or this fall, I suppose, this would fall. be a better time. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> so it's actually based on a book by Florence Engel Randall. And that was turned into a screenplay by Brian Clemens. Though later, Disney decided that Clemens' version delved too much into darkness. And so they had revisions done by Harry Spelding, Rosemary Ann Sisson, and Jerry Day. So the plot follows an American family that moves to the British countryside with their two daughters, Jan and Ellie. The family encounters Mrs. Aylwood, an old woman plagued by the mysterious disappearance of her daughter Karen 30 years ago. Jan and Ellie start to notice strange happenings in the house. Ellie hears whispers and music that she assumes comes from Jan, while Jan keeps seeing the image of a young girl trapped in mirrors. Jan learns that Karen disappeared during an eclipse and that one is about to happen again. She tracks down everyone who might know what happened the night of her disappearance and demands answers. When Ellie becomes possessed by the Watcher, an unseen entity that has been communicating through her, Jan plans to hold a seance and bring Karen back. Yes. What's happening in this movie is... Betty Davis is in it, and she's super creepy. Mm-hmm. And the, this American family shows up at the English countryside, and they notice that there's just something weird happening. They can feel that they're being watched, mm-hmm. and they don't understand why. And the kids, it's the classic tale of the kids notice, the parents yeah. don't. The, I think the parents are blinded a little bit by the fantastic deal they get yeah. for this house. Yeah. Because hot dang it's a it's a huge right. brick beautiful or stone even it's mm. this wonderful house with all the ivy growing on it it's I mean, huge a million and mansion. one rooms yeah it's a mansion for so yeah. cheap what's the catch catch mr curtis yeah a bargain like that wouldn't stay on the market a minute maybe there's a ghost <laughs> yeah what self-respecting old english house would be without one yeah, well, it, I mean, we realize why. Yeah, but. I mean, because it comes with an old lady. A yes. grouchy old lady. <laughs> oh, no, it's the worst of things. Free of charge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's true because we were watching it and Marcy said, does the lady just come with the house? <laughs> I mean, you it, know. It's That's what it seems like. certainly seems like it. <laughs> yeah, so there's this strange feeling. and When I was a kid, I did watch this as a child. And I remember when my mom brought it home and had us watch it, and I didn't think it was scary at all because I, I didn't understand subtlety because I was a child. Mm-hmm. I did think that it felt creepy, but I didn't think that it was a scary movie, and yeah. I was like, ha-ha, I'm not afraid. And so I took great pride in that. <laughs> but, yeah, this definitely has a very spooky feeling to it. And uh, throughout the movie, we find out that Karen disappeared on the night of eclipse and eclipse mm-hmm. and they were doing some weird seance her and her friends were doing this strange little weird initiation ceremony yeah. where they all stood around her in a circle and she's wearing a blindfold in a chapel yeah and they're saying some weird weird shit mm-hmm. 
Many have passed this test. Now, nah, I mean, many have attempted to pass this test, but yeah. few, few we have succeeded. We shall break the circle of yeah, our friendship. It's like, or something. Where, where did they find that? Did they just make that up? Yeah, what, like, is, what are they doing? What? You know, you must prove your bravery before we become friends. Why? I don't get For it. For funsies. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we should do that. If we ever if we ever try to initiate a fourth member. I yeah. mean, cuz we're the 3, so yeah. Right, right. We're the we're the triangle. We're yeah. the triad yeah. that can't be broken. We got to mm-hmm. yeah. There you go. So when this happened, Karen disappeared. The bell tower that they were in caught fire. We are looking upon you, Karen Elwood. Willing you to be as one with us. We ask the question. Is this person worthy? <laughs> She's been presumed dead for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Her mother never knew what happened to her. And these three horrible people mm-hmm. knew that she, you know, what happened and they never explained it Yeah, to her. It, it, the worst part is they didn't find her. Like right. They never found a body in the yep. collapsed no bones, tower. Yeah. Nothing. They nothing. never, no one ever went to her mother and said, hey, she disappeared before the tower caught fire. So she might still be alive. Like mm-hmm. she, that never Mm-hmm. That never happened. And uh, there are a lot of things in this movie that are a little too unclear. And mm-hmm. I think that they had a lot of great ideas, mm-hmm. but they just didn't all work together very well. Yeah. For example, in the beginning with Betty Davis, when the family stays there for the first time, Betty Davis looks out and she says, She's going to stay here. Is that what you wanted? So she knows that there's a weird thing in the woods. She knows there's an entity. She's talking to it. And then that never comes up again. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So there are so many little things that I just don't totally add up. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that has to do with the post-production of this movie. Yes. What the hell? Yeah. Uh. So the differences between this book and the movie is there's little small ones. Uh, For example, Jan finds X's in mirrors instead of triangles. And the presence in the wood also reaches out to Jan's father to show him why it's trapped. The other main difference is that uh, instead of using Karen's friends... It's actually Mrs. Aylwood, Jan, and Ellie that have to complete a triad of power to bring Karen back. Interesting. So it doesn't even mention the rest of the people? Nope. Mm -mm, I don't believe so. Yeah, which we'll get into in just a second. Mm Mm-hmm. So the, the biggest difference, though, is the ending. And a lot of people, there were mixed reviews online. Some people thought it was okay, but it seems like the majority were not happy with this book's ending. Yeah. Yeah. So the ending is that before this triad of power seance, the girls are just heading into the woods and then it ends. It's just a cliffhanger. That's no resolution. That's insane. So I just want to point out that endings are hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> and sometimes I think what happened with this book, honestly, mm-hmm. was that I don't think it was meant to be turned into a big Disney production. I think yeah. it was. I think the author either anticipated writing a sequel, mm-hmm. 
and that never happened. <laughs> or it just was meant to be more like a short form story because the thing about if if you read short stories, short stories generally, they don't generally have like a neat tied little bow ending. And so I could mm. see why maybe the author would have done this. Yeah. But they did not anticipate that it would be turned into... Yeah, a lot of the spook, a lot of, and it's really easy to make it feel spooky when you don't give it an ending. Yeah. Because it's left up to your imagination and it could go mm-hmm. any which way. It could go the horrifying, oh right. God, they all died route, or it could go yeah. the, the happy way. You that, know? Yeah, that's so, it, I think that with this story though, it was a bad choice just because mm-hmm. there were so many specific things that needed to be resolved. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't so much, if it was a story more about feelings, Mm-hmm. And not so much actual tangible events and things that needed to get done. I, I feel like it would have made more sense. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's lots of there's lots of stories that honestly, the whole thing hinges on the whole feeling of the story hinges on whether or not you, we don't know what happens at the end. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There's that. Seems- yeah. That short story, The Lady and the Tiger. Have you ever heard that story? There's, I don't think so. You know, they're in, they're like in a coliseum, mm-hmm. and behind one door is a lady, and behind the other door is a tiger. Hmm. And we don't know which one is the one, which door is the one that gets chosen. We don't, we don't oh. know which one. Oh, if the okay. man has to face the lady or the tiger, and you know, we're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just not the point of the story. Right. Yeah. I remember one you brought up a little bit ago. I think I don't remember which episode it was, but you mentioned the one where they're two kids going to a house mm-hmm. they're like mm-hmm. peter peter yeah. yeah peter yeah peter and that's it yeah. and it's yeah. terrifying <laughs> yeah. but there's no that's ending it's and that's exactly i'd say that story is really the way mm-hmm. i would describe this whole movie and the way it feels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what i read a review when i was researching back from 1976 about this book and they they likened the ending to a afterlife that you don't you okay. don't know but they still didn't seem to like the ending they yeah. just that was their interpretation that it was meant to kind of be like a death yeah. essentially the way i understand it is that they built and built to a climax and then ended at the climax yeah. which is mm-hmm. not where you're supposed to end a story no. yeah yeah I think the there was even a line, I believe, that it says, and it was the only the beginning. Only the beginning, yeah. And right. it's like, yeah, what? Sp- especially in this where it says they're heading into the woods. And yeah. It it's like they didn't even get to the climax yet. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. about to begin. Yeah. And that's not... It's a bad spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this this film stars Betty Davis as Mrs. Aylwood, who is the mother of Missing Karen. She is a very famous leading lady among those in Hollywood. Uh, her One of her most famous roles being 1962's drama, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Mm-hmm. So talking about bringing back the post-production of this film, the release of this movie was to be set with Betty Davis's 50th anniversary in the motion picture business. And that may have caused the post-production or the production really to just be like shortened because they wanted it. They wanted it so much to to be in line with this 50th anniversary. Yeah, which I think maybe was a bit of a mistake. Yeah. Because whenever you rush something, it's never good. 
Like this podcast. Like this. Exactly. <laughs> Gosh. Got turning, us, man. Turning out episodes way too fast. They're all garbage. <laughs> we need to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> so this was actually her 85th feature film. Wow. Like, yeah. Dang. Wait, a trip at the finish line. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a joke. I'm kidding. She, I mean, she did a great job. Oh, yeah. she did. She, oh, did. she, she portrayed did. the perfect creepy old lady. She did. She did. And she wanted to portray the younger version of this uh, this character, oh, too. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, she had expressed interest in playing a young Mrs. Aylwood and also the present day one that we see in the film. John Huff, therefore, shot the scenes with her wearing makeup, but afterward he privately told Davis that the scenes just didn't work because nobody would believe that she was in her 40s. So she reportedly looked him in the eye and told him, you're goddamned right. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. It's gotta be tough to hear. Yeah. No one will believe you're 40. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, I guess. I'll go take my 17 Emmys home. Or uh, yeah. Oscars. I mean, I know it's tough now, but yeah. even especially then, I'm sure, yeah. like, mm-hmm. fighting against Hollywood's views on how women should look in films and Absolutely. everything. Yeah, just youth in general. Yeah, yeah, and I know Betty Davis was a big, had a big struggle with that later mm-hmm. in her career, so it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> so Lynn Holly Johnson plays Jan Curtis. The part was announced publicly to originally be, be portrayed by Diane Lane, but ended up being Lynn Hawley. Mm-hmm. She rose to fame by her figure skating in the mid-70s, which led to her first movie, Ice Castles, where she plays a partially blind skater who is trying to make it to the Olympics. That's kind of a weird transition to it, go it from... Uh, because this, <laughs> ice that ca- Ice Castle sounds way more on brand for Disney. Yeah. Yeah. You know how Disney, every two or three years, they release an inspirational sports film? Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. 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 It seems like a weird thing to go from ice skating to acting. Yeah. But, well, I mean, she made it work. Yeah. Yeah. So Kyle Richards played the young Ellie Curtis... She was a young child star that had a recurring role in Little House on the Prairie. Oh, that's where she's from. Ah, uh, you recognized I her, Adam. Her. Yeah. Her voice yeah. is really familiar. I okay. recognize her voice. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And she's now known for her TV personality on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills since 2010. Ah. Nice. Yeah. Good, good, uh... She's making Good money. Save, yeah, I guess. she's staying yeah. relevant. Staying relevant. Being any, a socialite. Any way you can, right? <laughs> right. Carol Baker played the mother, Helen Curtis. She's now retired, and she played roles that ranged from innocent to bold, which allowed her to be classified as a pinup girl and as a serious actress. There so. you go. Yeah. She can she can do both. She yeah. <laughs> Gets you a girl who can do both, I guess. I, right? I guess. I guess. I mean, the traits that... All women can do both, right? <laughs> I looked up some of I her, can't. like... I can't do both. <laughs> well, I, I can't either, but... Well, some I of the tra- can. Adam I can. can. Adam can, yes. He's our pinup for the podcast. <laughs> oh that's right, that's right. Oh, my <laughs> God. Firefighter calendar. Oh, my God. Can we yes! have a... Can we have a BCD calendar, but oh it's just my. Adam? Just oh, my Adam. <laughs> it's just yes! Adam every month, every month. Every you guys <laughs> both... It'd be incredible. Yeah. All right. I mean, um, we're the photographers, so we can't be in the photos. So, so. Um, yes, perfect. 
No. Oh my god. Ah, I'm yes. gonna veto that right now. <laughs> oh veto. come on, Adam. Aw, you can wear all your cute little shirts that you got. Yeah. Your cute little t- t-shirts. All right, thanks. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, See, he's that's like, all you gotta do. Trying to like hold, like wear this head, the headphones in a sexy way. You know? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Podcasters Monthly. Oh my god! <laughs> now that would be a funny magazine. <laughs> when I looked up oh. about her, it had some of some trademarks for her, and it was basically just that she had blonde hair <laughs> and blue eyes and pretty basically i mean that's basically what her trademarks were (laughs) is she pretty done a caster (laughs) she'll be perfect for my scary Um. film (laughs) (laughs) film about ghosts (laughs) or aliens (laughs) spoilers marsha oh my bad oh that's right yeah (laughs) so david mccallum played the father paul curtis and what's really cute is that I we know most of us now know him as Ducky from NCIS. Right. And uh, Marcy told me and I said, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Ducky from NCIS used to be a major heartthrob. And I know because my parents grew up in the 60s and 70s. And so when I used to watch NCIS with them, they would tell me, oh, no, we kn- we knew people who had pinup photos of that actor and now he plays this this cute old professor on ncis but amazing he used to be quite the heart he's a good looking guy huh yeah that's what they told me both of my parents i said oh yeah he'll never pass for 40 (laughs) (laughs) that's right he's barely in this movie yeah, yeah, he really he is. isn't. Yeah, yeah, because he goes on that business trip. Apparently, that's right. Oh, that's that right. I it's, slept through. It's yeah, so that early. Was part you fell asleep through. <laughs> it's so early. I <laughs> know because Marcy woke up and said, "Where's the dad?" <laughs> <laughs> Gone, dead on another planet. The watcher oh, no. got him. The watcher got him. He was watched to death. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Bannon played Karen's friend John Keller, as well as Richard Pascoe, who played her friend Tom Colley. Francis Kuka played Karen's friend Mary Fleming. Benedict Taylor as Jan's love interest, Mike Fleming. Ooh, Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike love interest and motocross. Oh, yeah. Motocross extraordinary. extraordinary yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, those are all the people in the movie. Yeah. Yay. All of them have, you know, aside from the father, I guess, have pretty substantially important mm-hmm. parts. Mm-hmm. Um, at least at the culmination of everything they they become mm-hmm. important to the plot yeah. but as far as like screen time i guess not quite Although as much we forgot the your favorite one adam we forgot your favorite actor the doggo the dog <laughs> Na- the, the one who played Narek. the tiny little I doggo Narek i didn't the dog i didn't look into who played oh, him so unfortunately <laughs> uh the cutest little pupper you've ever seen <laughs> is who played that dog um i have no idea what what breedy is he's like a little mutt and he's adorable yeah yeah he is quite adorable spoilers he doesn't die so you're safe yeah you're safe the dog's fine <laughs> So, the movie was directed by John Huff and Vincent McAvity. The Watcher in the Woods was filmed at Pinewood Studios in England. Yes. Oh, so yeah. very fancy. Didn't build that stone house in Hollywood. Nope. <laughs> Mm-mm. 
After its premiere in New York in 1980, it was pulled from theaters after 10 days because of the overwhelmingly negative <laughs> reviews. It was oh, a disaster. Man. Yes. When Disney pulled the film from theaters, they replaced it with Mary Poppins and reshot the final scenes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins was set to re-release sometime soon, and so they just bumped it up. Uh, oh God! Now, yeah, no. take up the time when they For, yeah. When forget about that was, one for a second. Yeah, we're, we're Disney. We don't make crap. <laughs> <laughs> In the original version, the film shows a physical depiction of the Watcher, a horrifying monster that wraps itself around Jan and transports her to a different dimension. So let's explain that just for a um, second. Yes. <laughs> okay. So in the original version of uh, in the version that we watched, basically what happens is that we never really see the Watcher. It's an invisible entity, and at one point we see a flash of light. And at the end, when Jan, when Jan is trying to save Karen, Jan disappears. Then she reappears with Karen, and that's all we see. Mm-hmm. But in the original version, it was a little different. Yeah, they made a physical version of the Watcher. This horrifying trash bag monster. <laughs> it looks like I was gonna say it's like trash mixed with like alien it's like like from the movie alien it's this it's this winged wraith (laughs) creature with like all like some kind of weird face and red eyes and it's just got black hefty trash bags draped all (laughs) over it and this and this creature comes it wraps its wings around jan and they disappear Mm -hmm. and everyone just watches Mm -hmm. like okay and then they're like, well, cool, so Jan's gone. And then that's... Well, we fucked up. I guess it yeah. happens every time. Yeah, so. I guess we just, we lost him. Damn and it's it. crazy because it, it, it doesn't even make any sense. Because in the original, like, the original moment when they lost Karen, that didn't happen the first time. It just, no. Yeah. It was... Yeah, there was even a flashback where they show it. Yeah, Karen disappears. Yeah, she just literally vanishes. There was no reason, there was no reason for that. There was no reason to show us the Watcher. Yeah. And it... I... Sorry. No, I was just going to say, and they even, like, trick you because the camera shot that they use while that's happening is, like, up underneath, like, looking up at Karen, like, where you can see the bell uh-huh. in the tower. So you're like, oh, God, the bell's going to fall on her. That's what's going to happen. And it, and they they play it all the way up until, you know, the lightning strikes, the fire, you know, starts, and it, the bell falls, but she disappears right, right before She's the gone. bell f- hits her. It's yeah. like they tricked you. Yeah, and so if you're gonna give us a a cool psychological thriller of a film based on feelings Mm -hmm. why show us the monster there's no reason no reason for it they they could have maybe gotten away with like some eyes in the woods or something like that Mm -hmm. i really feel because i think that what happened here is that everybody was watching it was really invested and they're really interested in what was happening and I think everyone wanted to see the monster because this is the the thing. We've talked about it recently with horror. The idea is that, you know, we're way more scared before we see what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even if it is the most terrifying thing we've ever seen, we're still slightly relieved because our minds will create a much more terrifying monster yeah. than what's oh, actually yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, so this is a situation, though, where they didn't have to show it. They could have totally gotten away with not showing it, mm-hmm. so they didn't do it in the final version. But in the first version, they did, and that was a huge mistake mm-hmm. because you've got this really smart psychological movie, and then you've got these goofy-ass effects <laughs> at the end, and them saying, oh, no, it's okay, guys, it was aliens. Yeah. 
yeah. and that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it was very out of place. There are no such thing as ghosts. <laughs> yeah, aliens. It's all aliens. That's right. <laughs> Idiot. Gotta be practical, guys. Yeah. Aliens. It's, out, it's so out of place and outrageous. It's so... Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. So they made a good choice by reshooting the scene. Yeah, they learned their lesson. <clears throat> and they, yeah. So in the version that we watched, the Watcher appears as a beam of light. Jan disappears, comes back with Karen. But in the original, after Jan comes back, we actually got to see Karen reunite with her mother, who'd been missing her for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was nice. But then Jan tried to explain what the Watcher was. And all she said was that it was that Karen was trapped in a world where people were turned into negative images and that it needed Jan's image to free Karen. And then there's just a pan out. Mm-hmm. And that's the end Credits. of the movie. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, then Ellie's like, but how does the Watcher get back? She says, well, and, it just, you know, or what happened to or the Watcher? what happened to that? Oh, right. went home, wherever that is. And it. What? Like, ha- what? And I haven't even mentioned the graphics that they showed. <laughs> so when the Watcher came and took Jan, they showed us its world as it flew to this weird dimension. Just another planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when it did that, the graphics that they used weren't finished yet. But as we said before, they rushed production, and so yeah. they were forced to put it out before the graphics were done, and they were kind of funny looking. It looks awful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just looks, it's awful. <laughs> nice save there. Um, it just, what weird... year did Tron come out? That's that's the vibe I was getting. I yeah. don't remember, but it's had these weird, like, neon, weird sci-fi pyramids, and the spaceship was, like, looked like it was crashed so who what okay and then you go inside and then everything in there except for the watcher is like turned kind of like a white yeah palish color it's like what okay everything's negative in there i guess Mm -hmm. and then karen's just in a glass something blindfolded still she didn't think to take the blindfold off with her own hands (laughs) dude i know i did i it's bad (laughs) yeah that's the other thing is, does time work differently there? Because if she was oh, standing right. there for 30 years and right. she didn't take off she, her blindfold. She must have like, been in some kind of stasis. Yeah. Earlier in the movie, when the Watcher is speaking through the younger sister, Ellie, mm-hmm. it says that I've su- I suspended her in time and space. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so right. she she hasn't changed this whole time, but... I don't know. But then how is she able to actively ask for help? Right. If like time uh, is standing still for her, how is she interacting with? Unless the time? I think the watcher actually is the one showing. Uh, I guess Jan, yeah. mm. all those images. Yeah. Okay. I don't think. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't think Karen had anything to do with anything that mm. was actually happening. I think it was all the watcher. Maybe it let her call for help for a few seconds. That way, it could get a clip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Show me your clip. All right. Take okay. forty-two. I've recorded. <laughs> yeah. Replay that clip seventy for for thirty years to whoever's gonna figure it out. Yeah. Whoever hangs out in this house, it's crazy. It's it's such an interesting idea. But the thing is, is that it was really complicated, and it was clunky. So audience didn't get it. So they cut the whole thing out, and they just made it so Karen comes back, and that's it. Credits. Yeah. They they brought the younger sister back. 
yeah to appear at, at the chapel where she was still being talked through you yeah. know the the watcher was talking to them through her and telling like oh i switched places with karen or something like that and yeah. then you know it's still not amazing but it works better than it's the better. alien there's a little bit more of like an explanation yeah and it's a, and it still feels supernatural like yeah. oh another world it doesn't explicitly say from space from yeah. dimension 10 you know right anything like that so it still works out and then yeah they they just disappear and then reappear and karen's there the film also had an alternate beginning oh yeah. This I didn't know. Yeah, it began with a girl playing with a doll in the woods. The watcher scares the girl, causing her to drop the doll and run away. There's a burst of light that causes the doll. That, I'm sorry. There's a burst of light that catches the doll on fire, and the titles play over the melting doll's face. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, that's me flipping the channel. <laughs> That's a ter- that's a much more terrifying open. Um, well, terrifying in a different way because the opening is still very unsettling. But wow, I feel it's like too would, much. Yeah, yeah, you would think it was a different movie. Yeah, the rest of it wouldn't. This one, this one's going to be a horror movie, not just a psychological. It's yeah. weird. It's like the beginning, original beginnings, and the original endings just didn't go with the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So there, the reason that the two alternate endings were on the DVD release and not the original beginning was because an executive at Disney refused to allow that original uh-huh. bill, uh, beginning to be released on the DVD because it wasn't in line with Disney's brand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, neither is the... Uh, the entire the, movie. The entire movie, <laughs> yeah. or especially the physical representation of the Watcher. Right. <laughs> being this uh, black... Weird. Uh, I when don't know. I, when I saw it, when I saw like the alternate endings, and mm. I, I flipped out. <laughs> I could not believe that was real. It's... It's a shitty looking dementor is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's so... It's like... It's so bad. <laughs> You could. Sp- oh, I would. Shoot, I need to go back and watch it because, like, I wonder if you could like see strings. <laughs> like, it's so bad you could just see the strings right. floating on. Oh, man. Uh, so, a couple of fun little facts yeah. about the movie. Many of the filming locations were used in *The Haunting*, which was a movie in the 1960s based on the book by Shirley Jackson. You would recognize this story as it was adapted for a Netflix television show last year called *The Haunting of Hill House*. Uh. Yeah. That is fun. Yeah. The movie was remade in 2017 for Lifetime. It was directed by Melissa Joan Hart, and Angelica Houston played the role of Mrs. Aylwood. Interesting. Yeah. Be interested to see that version. I like so many aspects of this story. Mm-hmm. The idea that there's this entity in the woods that no one can see, and it's you know watching people, and you know the idea that Mrs. Aylwood knows it's there and kind of talks to it. Mm-hmm. I love stuff like that. I mm-hmm. think that that's a really interesting idea. But they just didn't really pursue it that way. They yeah. they went different directions with it. I, I like the Watcher. Just doesn't make a lot of sense in this movie when when, when you think about it mm-hmm. because it tries to. It helps them out. There's a scene where Jan is watching a motocross 
tournament or whatever they're mm-hmm. called. A race. A with race. Her, with her lover in the Yes, yeah. <laughs> in the, race. the guy she's the guy she's has a crush on. Who's uh, whose helmet conveniently says his name on it. Yes. So you know so, who it so is. So we all know who it is. <laughs> what was his name? Mark. Mark. I think. Is that yeah. right? Was it Mark um, or Mike? Mike. It Mike. It's yeah. Mike. So Mike is in the race and Jan is watching. And Ellie gets a sudden urge to call Jan over. And Jan comes over, okay, Ellie, what's wrong? And then right where she was standing, someone crashes and Jan would have been killed. So the Watcher is kind of, it knows the future. It knows when things are going to happen. This is more of that supernatural being type deal, Mm -hmm. right? It's talking to the little girl. It's being super creepy. And then later on when they're riding horses... The watcher spooks the horse that she's that that Jan is on, and almost gets her killed. Mm-hmm. It like almost kills her mm-hmm. because they she goes off course and almost hits a truck, and the only reason yeah. she doesn't get killed is because the truck driver drives off the road and totally wrecks his vehicle and everything that was yeah, in it. Yeah, turns it. Yeah, it, totally. It was like a box truck flips to yeah. the side and. Yeah. And then later on, hero right there. Yeah, but, and then later on. The mother decides, okay, guys, we need to get out of here. Yeah, I forgot about this part. Yeah, we need to get out of here. Let's go. So she packs up the car. She puts Jan and Ellie in it. They go over the bridge. And then Jan says- Pouring with rain. Yeah, Jan Mm -hmm. says, oh, mom, we got to go back. It's not going to let us leave because the car stalls on the bridge. So that Jan says, we got we to get off the bridge. So they get off the bridge. They go back to, to land. And then lightning strikes and- collapses the bridge and they lose their car yep the car and, goes tumbling down the cliff and i just and don't understand why the watcher would do these things like the watcher they almost got killed that was yeah, close that was close maybe it knew that I, I could see the reason for that being that it wanted to take away their mode of leaving it's like you cannot right. leave. right but, but couldn't it, it have just like murdering her couldn't it have just like True. stalled the car at the house yeah, it could have stalled the car That's any true. other time too, That's true. and it didn't have to destroy the car. They wouldn't have been able to leave otherwise. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they weren't about to car. just walk. Yeah, I think Gosh. what I think it really is is the watcher is so incredibly desperate yeah. to have this seance done during the eclipse. This is its one chance in who knows how much longer—thirty years since the first one. Who knows how long this like, you know, this aligning of planets will happen again you know mm-hmm. when a when this the perfect age blonde girl yeah moves into this house and mm. you know all of these things fit together it's like this is the one shot if these people leave i'm stuck here for eternity basically mm-hmm. yeah because we you know we find out that the watcher wants to trade places with karen you know wants to go back to where it was from so i mean it was desperate it couldn't it couldn't let them leave but still almost killing them it just seems like a bad move cuz he yeah. yeah he just saved her the first time and then tried to kill her twice yeah are we supposed to think that it's a space alien yeah <laughs> are we supposed mm-hmm. to think that it's some just some so supernatural well watching it the first time i thought it was a supernatural like thing. a demon cuz yeah kind of what we, i thought we watched it the first time marcy and i saw it we saw it the second cut of it you know the one that Disney said was okay. <laughs> yeah. And that didn't horribly bomb at the in the theater. So it felt a lot more supernatural. It didn't the ending didn't pull me out of it. 
you know, so I guess you're supposed to think it's some yeah. kind of spirit thing. I mean, honestly, I think it would have worked just as well if if Karen had been the one doing this stuff rather yeah. than a third entity that right. kind of doesn't really serve that. Yeah, the whole thing seems to be, in my mind, the Watcher did everything. Yeah. And Karen was just gone this whole time, mm-hmm. trapped in mm-hmm. this thing. But But that's after watching the second cut. Or watching the deleted scenes. Right. Now that I've... If I just watched the original, I would have thought Karen was doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. Just because in, things like a song that her mother played for her from a music box keeps playing and the younger sister keeps humming it and mm-hmm. Betty Davis keep, goes, uh, excuse me, where'd you hear that song? Yeah. And then there's another part, though, later where she gets totally possessed, the younger sister does, mm-hmm. and the watcher calls everybody stupid. Mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. like it's not that that scene is honestly that's the most terrifying scene to me when she gets possessed and she says not karen stupid 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 mm-hmm. and it's just you know it's very oof karen love tell us how no not karen but need help if you're not karen who are you tell me what to do karen please no not karen Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's also I find it a little creepy how easily the watcher was able to take over the younger sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. does it all the time, multiple times throughout the movie. I think the first time was Karen um, when she writes Karen yeah. backwards in the window. That's how they name the dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the The younger sister finds this dog and she wants to name it, and the watcher whispers the name Narek to her and she in a in a trance she writes it on a window but it's really Karen backwards right and she even writes yeah. the letters backwards yeah, yeah on the window so everybody looking at the window sees the name Karen and it freaks everybody out because everybody uh, thinks Karen's been dead for 30 years I can imagine yeah. I would be yeah. freaked out yeah mm-hmm. especially the the Mike's mom who yeah ran away there's, yeah, there are so many wonderful, creepy nuggets in this film. Mm-hmm. The idea, just different things. There's a moment, I think it's my one of my absolute favorite moments, is when Jan is in the house and she's cleaning, they're putting stuff, they're putting stuff in, and she has this big mirror and she puts it on the shelf and she's just, she's putting the mirror on and she realizes that she doesn't see her own reflection. Mm-hmm. And that is a great moment. It's it so interesting. She... Does a really good job. The actress did a really good job of this slow realization, this slow, uh, that's not good. Why can't I see my reflection? And she doesn't say anything, but you're watching her kind of go through that mm-hmm. with her emotions. And it's a really interesting moment in the movie. Yeah. And, and actually something that is, they kind of broke away from a trope where she actually immediately told them, her yeah. parents. Hey, Normally, she, you know, yeah. people who experience spooky things kind of keep it to themselves. Ah, oh, that was nothing. Yeah, don't worry about it. Why? First of all, that's another. That's another <laughs> podcast. Second of all, yeah, she's like, I couldn't see my reflection in this mirror. Like immediately tells them. Yeah. And they're like, well, whatever. You're crazy. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. It's it's insane. It's a great moment because you could just see her. Like, why can't I see my reflection? Am I dead? What's happening? I mean that that would be my first thought. Yeah, if I couldn't see my reflection in a mirror. I'd be like, well, I must be dead. I must be a ghost. Yeah. yeah. 
Mom, I couldn't see myself in it. My reflection wasn't in it. What? I couldn't see myself in the mirror. And then I saw... I thought I saw... somebody else in it. Um, one of my favorite parts, I think it was Tom... Um, Tom Colley. Tom Colley is the guy who kind of lives in one of the abandoned houses. Yes. Is that right? Is that him? Okay. I don't know why, but I just like his character a lot. Yeah, he's really I like really the way lovable. he talks. He's like a little bit in the, the first person. He's yes. Like, he's just out in this abandoned house taking care of hurt animals. Yeah. You know, he, he's helping injured. He, he's, he has a raven that he's putting yeah. some kind of ointment on to help it heal or something like that yeah he's really sweet and he's really funny the way he moves is kind of funny yeah when he sees her he's convinced that she's just karen the ghost of karen yeah until you know you think he's going to attack her he's reaching his hand out towards um jan when she comes to the to his house like you know oh crap he's gonna who knows what he's gonna do and he just feels her hair for a second like you're not a ghost oh you're <laughs> real and then, and then he's fine and then he's totally yeah. fine yeah um but it is he is still a little weird because <laughs> he one he lives in that abandoned house i guess <laughs> kind of like a squatter hermit kind yeah. of guy but he hangs um some of the animals that didn't make it around yeah. the place you remember he had some like little yeah he had like dead animals oh, hanging yeah. up yeah yeah, it's so. Fun. It's a little different. So he was a weirdo, <laughs> but I don't know. I still like him. Yeah, he was well, pretty good. I think he was really the one that, f- besides Jan, he was really the one that was like, "We have to do this. We have mm-hmm. to bring he, Karen back. We have to try yeah. something happened to her. We have to yeah, get her back." He had the most guilt. I yeah, think. yeah. Everybody, every it, it was like they didn't care. Or they didn't mm-hmm. want people to find out what they'd done. Mm-hmm. And so the other guy seemed really suspicious because he says, oh, we can't tell anybody what happened. It's like, you don't even know what happened. Yeah. You did some weird seance, which yeah. was weird. 30 years ago. So, yeah, it was weird. It was weird, but you didn't break the law. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like... the. You're just she doing just some kind of silly friend ritual, but it happened to be all these coincidences yeah. led to your friend vanishing, yeah, literally. Yeah, at least tell her poor mother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because Jan keeps asking, and this guy says, no, you can't know. Yeah. I won't tell you. It, yeah, that's one of the lines when Jan goes to get the other guy, John Keller. Mm. When he goes to recruit them to do this again, you know, she says one of the, one of the worst things is not knowing you know sure you would have like it would have been hurtful to tell her oh your daughter disappeared or whatever she'd be going through this same horrible emotion you know after you tell her that but at the same time not knowing can be worse not knowing at all oh yeah whether or not she's alive whether she's dead and you didn't find her or what yeah you have no clue at all it's like outrageous right so how did you guys feel about this movie? I liked it. it. Yeah. I liked it. I when we were picking movies to do for uh for October, we all of these other ones didn't sound particularly scary, you know, they didn't um, <laughs> cuz I'm not a scary movie boy. 
Uh, I'll pass on all of them. You're a scary movie boy. <laughs> no, I'm not a scary movie boy. I know. He's a scared. I'm a yeah. scared of movies boy. But, <laughs> so, you know, all of them, I had at least seen Hocus Pocus before, and yeah. these other ones didn't look too bad. But then you Watcher in the Woods came up, and I was like, ooh, that one at least sounds the scariest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you told me that it was, like, meant to be scary. I was like, uh-oh. But then after seeing it, I'm like, okay, that's not, yeah. it wasn't scary. It was a little unsettling, It, but, you know, that didn't, I didn't have nightmares the, right. that, that night or yeah. anything like that. But it ended up being a really cool and interesting yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew that I would like this movie, uh, mostly because Robin told me a long time ago and multiple times since that I would like this movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> So watching it, I'm also kind of one that likes strange movies like Mm -hmm. this. So, yeah. I, this movie to me feels like a ghost story. It's not necessarily a story that scares you, Mm -hmm. but makes you feel strange. You should just go. Yeah. And I like it. (laughs) I like stories that just bring a little chill up your spine. Uh Not necessarily... Uh scare you or make you afraid of anything Mm -hmm. but just kind of make you feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. i like that they challenge the way you look at the world they challenge the way you feel and that's why they're hard to digest and they're unsettling and i like that a lot i think it there are a lot of things in this movie a lot of things were done very well Mm -hmm. that made it a successful horror movie Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm and I, I think it should definitely be known about because of that. I don't think I know a lot of people who know this movie. No, I, it rang a bell at least because I, I think there's another movie called The Watcher. And Into the Woods is kind of a popular thing. And there's an so. Are You Afraid of the Dark episode yeah. called um, Watcher's Woods. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Right. So, yeah, yeah, it rang a bell, but I had never seen it. And I think, yeah, it, it, I think it stands up. Mm-hmm. to yeah. a lot of those other old school scary movies mm-hmm. so yeah to me i am drawing lines between it and the shining it's kind of similar uh. to the shining but like a really tame version yeah really tame with, yeah PG version of the shining yeah. disney-fied shining <laughs> yeah like yeah. they said this could be our exorcist yeah right? yeah yeah I mean, just thinking about the backwards Karen versus the backwards murder, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. That's Red true. Rome. It's, yeah, it's it's not like a movie. I'm trying to think of an example, like I guess maybe Paranormal Activity or maybe mm-hmm. It that came out recently. You know, where where scary things happen and there are consequences right now. Right. Somebody mm-hmm. just died. Yeah. Like you know this this creature this spirit this demon or whatever is aggressive and acting yeah bad this is mm-hmm. a bad time or like the ring or or something or the grudge those kind of movies whereas yeah this one is just just plucking little fear strings in your yeah. mind you know it's not really <laughs> doing anything nothing really bad happens in the movie right mm-hmm. and i think everyone lives yeah mm-hmm. yeah this yeah, with so. the the whole, you know, they basically escape the topic of death, mm-hmm. essentially, because mm-hmm. Karen does return. But that's not always how every ghost story ends. Right, you know? it's mm-hmm. true. There's a, there's a story that my cousins and I used to tell each other around the campfire when I was a kid. And it and it's not like this story, but it is, it, the feeling was always the same. It was about three brothers, 
And they lived in a house with one window. Only one room had a window. And it was the most beautiful view anyone had ever seen. And uh, the eldest brother got the room with the window because he was the eldest. And then he died. And so the middle brother got the room with the window. And the younger brother was so jealous of the middle brother for getting the view that he murdered him so that he could have the view with the window. And when the little brother came into the room after he'd murdered him, there was just a brick wall. I remember that story. And And that's not... It's like a very strange feeling. It's not a scary story, but... Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of what this movie movie reminds me of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So go watch it in yes. the woods. I mean, uh, just at home. Yeah, bring your little portable DVD player <laughs> out into Ooh, the gosh, woods. Gosh, I don't Find know. Find an electric site. <laughs> yep, yep. Or maybe pick it up. Get uh, one with double A's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plug it into your car, maybe. Oh man. Watch uh, it in the woods. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a fun little movie. I like it a lot. And Betty Davis does a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of real spooky moments, and I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't just don't watch the deleted scenes because it'll make it yeah. not as fun for you. Yeah, if it just if you must make sure you watch the regular movie first. Yeah, yeah, and then just go see the the other ones. Just be like, haha, look at what they thought was cool. Yeah, <laughs> or just look up the monster. Or just yeah, maybe just look up a picture. Of we'll the try watcher. to link to a photo of it so that way you guys can do that and you don't have to. Yeah, watch yeah. Actually, alternate. <laughs> actually, what we'll do, we'll put it in the blog on the brand new blackcasediaries.com. That's right. Go yeah, check yeah. it out. That's right, everybody. Uh, so. Yeah. So, uh, also the drink of the week yeah. is named after, well, kind of the dog, Eric, yeah. but also the just strange, the yeah, backwards the, Karen, basically. Right. So backwards it's, Karen. It's the Narek this week, and it's pretty good. <laughs> it turns Karens. It turns Karens up. Yeah, on their y'all. Head. Turns. Well, them it'd, be, it'd be flipping them. That's really good. Yeah, they flip over. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so it's, go check that recipe out on yes. our Patreon, patreon.com slash Diaries for free. Check it out. And if you wouldn't mind following us on Twitter at Diary and on Instagram at Podcast, we would appreciate it very much. We post lots of cool stuff over there. We run lots of polls on Twitter, stuff like that, where it's just get involved, vote on some fun stuff and... Have a blast. But anyway, like I said, the brand new BlackCaseDiaries.com, I worked real hard on it, so I'd like you to go check it out. So I'd appreciate <laughs> it. Looks Thank good. you very much. And that would be a case closed. Yay! Yay! Marcy and I were doing closed hand motions. Yes, like, yes. come on. You got to close it or else it'll stay open. We got to do all this all over again. Close the case. We'll no. reopen it maybe to watch the new the watcher. The watcher will get us. Oh, boo, 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 boo. oh, boy. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. such a funny cold feeling out by the woods like someone was watching me <laughs> <laughs>